Hey guys, it's Jessie Lee, and I'm super pumped for you to hear this episode of the podcast. This is one of our team's biggest leaders. I know I edify her at the beginning, but I just want to make sure that every single one of you really watches or listens or whatever to this with pen and paper because she seriously throws down. So make sure you screenshot this, put it in your story, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, make sure that you follow up on everything. I'm really, really excited for you to hear um, from more of our leaders because I think it's really impressive that we've built this organization with no quote unquote influence influencers and uh I think it's time you get to know them so I'm pumped for you to hear this I'm really really excited and I hope you enjoy the interview with Melissa as much as I enjoyed doing it uh and I cut her off at the end when she says she loves me too so I just want (laughs) to throw that in there (laughs) love you guys Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee or hashtag Boss Lee, the people's mentor. And I'm super excited for this episode of the podcast. This is episode number 70. And I have a special guest with me. Her name is Melissa Hartman. She's one of the biggest leaders on our team in our organization. And she's also one of my favorite humans on earth. So I'm excited to treat you guys to her. Um, She is a mom. She is a wife. She's a dog mom. She lives up in frozen tundra, Wisconsin. And I'm so proud of everything she has done. And before I let her start talking about what, uh, talking about what she's going to talk about, uh, I actually want to tell you how I met Melissa, because I think it is such a important part of what she's going to talk about, which is your innate ability to follow your intuition in life and using your intuition and your own internal guidance um, to decide what you're going to do when it comes to business or any decisions that are going on in your life. Instead of maybe following the crowd and what social media might say is the right thing for you to do and just kind of trusting yourself, which I think is so cool. So uh, Melissa, I love, well, I love her for a million reasons, but the only reason Melissa has now been in business with me for how many years has it been, Melissa? Three years. For three years, crazy. I feel like it's been a lifetime. I love you. Uh, Is because when I was leaving Party Plan to do my first network marketing business, somebody decided to post on social media. Oh, sorry. That's not accurate. That's Wait, yes. Yes. So first, the original company, my Party Plan company, sent out a company-wide email. And you have heard my podcasts about haters. And our company, our company at the time, sent out an email about, don't follow this lady, stay away from her, she's toxic, she's all this stuff. And then Melissa's former upline decided to do the same thing. And she sent out a team-wide thing to Melissa's team and said, oh, you are not to follow this woman, you are not to listen to her. And Melissa followed her own guidance, which she's going to talk about a lot today, and decided to make a business maneuver that has changed so much about her life. So I am going to let her talk. I will reiterate a couple things, I'm sure, because she is a spitfire. And I'm just so pumped to have Melissa Hartman, hashtag boss me, or I am Melissa Hartman, whatever you, whatever we're calling you these days on the People's Mentor Podcast. So Melissa, take it away. I love you. I appreciate you. You're the best. Let's go. Thank you so much. Oh my God, that was seriously like the most amazing introduction. I have like all of these warm and fuzzies in my heart right now. So thank you so much for that. I'm super excited to be here. I know that your podcast is just incredible. I get so much value from it myself and I'm really excited to be here today. 
And like Jesse Lee said, you know, I think it's really important to go after your innate ability, which for those of you that don't know, it's, it's more of what you're natural, naturally good at, right? So um, I'm going to share a little bit of my story with you because I wasn't always one of the top leaders on not only Jesse Lee's team, but just in general in prior companies that I had been a part of. And then before that, I was just that person who was working the nine to five thinking that that's how I would live the rest of my life. And, um, when, when I got that email, when I saw that I wasn't supposed to see what this person is doing, I checked it out because I know that like attracts like, and for some reason I had that moment where I was like, I just got to see what's up. And the first thing that I want to say about this is I think it's really powerful. If you connect with somebody on the internet or in person, whatever, I think one of the biggest reasons behind that, if you look up to that person is because you have a piece of that within you as well. Even if you're not at that level yet, even if you're nowhere near the level that you want to be at. So when I looked at Jesse Lee, I saw someone who was confident, which I sure as heck was not at that time. I saw somebody who was crushing their business, which I was not doing at that time. I saw somebody who had freedom in their life, which I did not have working two jobs and barely getting by at that time. So all of these things that I looked up to, and then the fact that she was just a good person overall, it just made me have that moment of hope, like, hey, there are good people out there who are successful, who can do a business working from home. And that's exactly what I wanted. And so I started following more and I started really listening to myself because I think a lot of times we try and not only follow those people, which is great, but we also start to emulate them, which if that's not true to who you are, is not so great because then it's like, oh, well, some people worry, oh, I'm going to be one of those little minions or followers, but you have to pull out your own little pieces of your natural ability. So for example, um, I am a dad joke loving, pizza queen loving person. And so that is something that I get joy out of. And I think so many of us just need to start finding more joy in our lives and Doing that and incorporating it in my business, you know, when I would get on a Facebook Live, I could I could get pretty riled up, you know, be me times three, but I also would incorporate little pieces of me, like a, a corny joke that I heard or things like that. One of my favorite guys on TikTok right now is a dad joke guy. I, I messaged him and I said, oh my gosh, you're amazing. Like you're my favorite person on TikTok because he literally will tell a joke, but before he's even telling it, he's laughing at himself. Like it's just hilarious. So finding those things that bring you joy that can actually bring value to other people is so incredible. So, okay, so I want to cut you off really fast. I don't mean to cut you off, but I have to yeah. because I feel like I love all of that. But I wonder who's listening to this right now. And there's, so you said, how do you pull, or you said, start to emulate them, then pull out parts of your personality. So like you said, the, of course, there's so many things when I see, I just take pictures of and I send to you because I'm like, ah, the dad jokes, ah, the pizza, ah, the dog mom. Like I know all these things about Melissa Hartman. But if you're somebody maybe who is lacking confidence or you are that person, so let's take it back to when you were that person years ago where you weren't the top producer, like you said, and you weren't confident and you you had two jobs and you were struggling, how do you, like maybe there's an exercise or something you like to coach people through, how do you 
even identify those things in your personality that you want to pull out that you want to start showcasing? Oh, that's a great question. So actually, one of the things that I do with people when they're brand new into into business is I actually have them draw three circles. And the first circle, you just write your name in the middle of it. And then you literally think for the next few minutes of things that bring you joy, things that you like doing, things about you that makes you you. Like, do you have a family? Are you a dog mom? Are you a crazy cat lady? Write down all of those things in just a few minutes. Then in the middle section, you're going to write in that second circle, you're going to write dreams. So start thinking about the things that light you up, that fire you up, right? Are you wanting to go travel with your family? Are you wanting a crazy, gorgeous Lamborghini in your in your driveway? Are you wanting to open a dog rescue? Like, right? Think about those sort of things. And then in the third one, write your company's name. And write down all of the things that you would love to be able to not only experience, the benefits you could receive from those products if you already haven't or services, and then also what you can do to help other people in that circle. And so um, that's kind of adding on a little bit more, but that that whole three circles thing has been really powerful for me because then I can look at that if, I've, if I'm ever stuck on content and say, okay, what is it that I haven't shared about my story on social media or on a Facebook Live or whatever that people can relate to me because people really just want to relate to other people. And maybe your gift, your talent is storytelling. I think everybody can be a storyteller. You just have to kind of learn a little bit more about how to, Um, but maybe that's your thing. You should really be sharing your story all the time. Maybe your hidden talent is leadership, right? Because you've seen it in other leaders. You've seen it in people that you admire, And then you can start to push towards that to become better every day. So, so you're using the three circles as content creation. So then you can build your own brand and you can start to love and appreciate yourself. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. And And I I love there's going to be a few key things in that circle about you that you're going to want to consistently talk about. You know, you're not going to talk about baking every other day if you're, you bake once a year at Christmas time when your mother-in-law forces you to, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. No, I love that. And I think that that this is a great exercise for everybody to kind of stop the podcast and get done. Just take a couple of minutes to write out each of your different circles and you'll see you can fit in in a business like this wherever you are. Right. Uh, There are there's definitely room for the dad jokes. There's definitely room for the fancy cars or the travel or the philanthropy, uh, the dog rescue thing. Of course, you know, that's 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 me all day. Right. And you, you know, we both rescue dogs. Uh, And then there's just so much more. And I think what you're getting at, and correct me if I'm wrong, is people are looking for what you said at the beginning. You see yourself in somebody else. And so that's how you're going to be able to build your own brand, not trying to be somebody else, but really being authentic to who you are. And that little exercise is going to be a great little trigger of, oh yeah, that's right. I am the person who loves gardening. I am the person who loves home decorating. And how can I build that third circle, that business around these parts of my life? 
Great. I love that. I love that. Keep going. This is, I'm loving this. I think I need to do more of these. I'm, or maybe I just need to talk to you more. Oh my gosh. This is great. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, yeah. And I think another key point of this is you have to have passion towards this. And I know you and I were talking about this last week and you had made mention like this is not a consistency problem for a lot of people. It's a passion problem. And so you need to think of something at the end of the day where if you had all of the money in the world, what in the world is it that you would still be doing to get to get each day something that you can get excited about, to, something that you can get passionate about, something that you can help inspire other people to start taking action. And so I think finding something that you have that passion for is just crucial in order to and in order to become successful in your business, in order to um, continue to hone on your innate ability as well. So I want to know, just because now you got me thinking, and uh, the more I know about you, the more I love you. And I, I know, I, I hope the podcast people can tell uh, you, my girl. Like I do know you well, but I'm just curious because I feel like you know we're putting this down in history on on a podcast that'll have millions and millions and millions and millions of downloads, so we can listen back to episode seventy years down the road, right? What are things that Melissa Hartman is passionate about? What are things that, what are the huge, crazy 10 year, 50 year, whatever year goals, plans, dreams, aspirations? Because now that I think about it, I'm like, I don't think I talk to you enough about that. And I feel like I need to know so that I can be like, hey girl, so I don't know if you've noticed, but like, this is not getting us closer to our goal. So I'm, I'm writing them down because I need, I'm going to get out a whole separate section of a different journal and I'm ready. You tell me. So in my personal opinion, what I found is I've become more passionate about things that I struggled with a lot in the past because I've kind of gone through that journey. And now not only do I want a better life out of that, but I also want to be able to help other people on that grander scale. So one of the things that's going to happen is, um, well, last uh, two years ago in April, we actually adopted our first dog. And so one of the one of the things that we're going to do is we're actually going to create um, shelters all over the country just to help those animals who who need a safe place and they need a loving family, they need a loving home, and they can have um, quality care at a location like that. Another thing is obviously health and wellness. I mean, I've lost over a hundred pounds. So not only, yeah, thanks. Um, So not only is it about making sure you're taking care of yourself physically, but I've realized so much that the mental part of it is just a huge, huge aspect. And so really just being able to remind not only myself through this journey, but using social media as a platform to remind others that, hey, you have to take care of yourself first. And so I love that we have this incredible um, opportunity to be able to do that. You know, we have social media, we've got all these platforms where we can have fun with it. And I love being able to do that. Um, But another thing that I'm really excited about is giving people clarity, because when I first started this, I knew that I wanted to be like you when I grew up, Jessie Lee, but I also (laughs) didn't have clarity on where it was that I was going because I didn't do personal development prior to this, right? But prior to community-based marketing. And so 
once I started that, I realized how crucial it is to truly have clarity in all of the things that you desire. So I love doing future boards. I have pictures all over my wall and I love being able to help people like really one-on-one to figure out what it is that they want, figure out what it is that's holding them back because we all have these crazy blocks from our past and it's truly just a matter of changing your old programming. We're kind of like a really old computer, right? We have all of these crappy like systems you get those dumb pop-ups that won't go away like you need to restart or your computer is going to explode and we have to fix all that stuff and kind of reprogram everything in order for us to run smoothly smoothly in order for us to get to our final destination so I'm just really excited about being able to kind of offer people more clarity in what it is that they want and then watch them get to their to their desires to their dreams because yeah it's cool to see myself earn a free Range Rover and to go on these luxury (laughs) vacations. Jesse Lee took me to Maui just last November. Hello, this stuff is incredible. But seeing other people's lives change throughout that process is just something that's something that I've never thought would be so fulfilling, but it truly is. And it's making an impact more than we even know. Okay, so you're being humble because you're Melissa, and I love it. So I want to know, give me at least one of the crazy things on your future board. So for those of you who don't know, Melissa and I both love this book, Future Boards, by Sarah Centrello. We both have a relationship with her. I only have a relationship with her because of Melissa, so props to Melissa. Uh, but I would love to know what is what what is one of the – now, don't tell me the obvious stuff, you know, maybe like a – big valve renewal and some whatever like I want to know the thing that you don't want to tell me about you know the one where you're like if I say this like it's a like it's a little bit cringy almost like people are gonna feel some type of way that I say that but like like I want to know you your face is I know they can't see your face right now but I can see your face she knows guys that there's something there so she knows what she's gonna say I could already feel it but I want to know what is that thing where you're like you know what for a minute here let me not be humble like always. And let me tell you what is in my future. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the, the ones that's the scariest for me, that's truly like one of the most exciting is a jet, like (gasps) being able to jet set wherever I can't, like wherever I want to go. And if I have a, a meeting in, you know, Tokyo next week, cool. Like we can just hop on the jet. Um, but there's also things like, um, me holding up my book for, uh, for like my first author gig and I'll, I'll be that New York times bestseller. So just a lot of stuff that is truly pushing me way out of my comfort zone, of course. Right. But the more we, I mean, gosh, if you look at a board, it's crazy what can happen, um, in the most, the most, I don't know, just crazy ways that you would never expect. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for doing that, by the way, because I think like your answer, your first answer was beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Uh, But I think sometimes it's important for us as the leader to vocalize these things. Otherwise, we almost unintentionally shut down our own dreams. And I will I will be the first one to buy your book. I mean, tell Steven to sit down. I'm the biggest fan. Okay, Steven's her husband, by the way, for those of you who are like, what just happened? Uh, I'm going to need the book first. Okay. No, but I'm I'm fired up for you and we can be jet sisters together. I'm pumped. <laughs> I like it. Cool. All right, keep ripping cuz this is this is good stuff. I got a lot of notes. Yeah, awesome. Um one thing that I just want to mention when it comes to doing all the things that you say you want to do, I think it's important to make sure that when you look back on your life because our time here is so limited. Like 
especially with all this crazy stuff that's happening right now, we don't have much time here on this earth, right? And I want people to make sure that when they look back on their life, that they don't have it filled with regrets. You know, Mm, I want them to be able to have experiences that they were like, I can't believe I said yes to that, made a complete jerk of myself, but it was so much fun. So tell me, tell me one of yours. Tell me one of your things that you know that if you hadn't done it and you hadn't followed your own divine guidance or intuition or whatever you want to call it, uh, you would not have the life that you have right now. The first one that comes into mind, I think, is is my like when I quit direct sales and I flipped over to network marketing because while while direct sales was great and I was doing well at it, I wasn't doing as well as I'd like to have. And another thing is I didn't have the time freedom that I wanted. So when I and I was scared because I was doing as well as a lot of people that were working full time doing this. And I was also working a a full time job still. And so when I flipped over to network marketing and then I I said, you know what, I want to quit my job. It was probably two years after the fact that I was able to quit my job uh, when I felt like comfortable enough, but then still uncomfortable enough. Um, That's when I kind of made that switch. And I feel like I decided to go all in. And that's, I think that's been one of my biggest moments. What you just said, I hope everyone wrote down. You said, I felt comfortable enough, but also uncomfortable enough. Uh, I think sometimes, and you can tell me your experience if it's different, of course, I feel like sometimes people wait for that moment where they're like, everything is roses and sunshine and puppy dogs. This is the perfect timing. And I would argue that time never comes. And so people who are actually in a position to get uncomfortable and then thrive, they actually self-sabotage themselves. Um, And it can be one of the hardest things ever. As an example, I don't know that we would be having this conversation had I not been fired, right? Um, I don't know that I ever would have quit the full-time job. I don't know that I ever had the, uh, the cojones enough to do it. So I'm, I'm so thankful that, you know, life, God, whatever, played out the way it was supposed to to make me uncomfortable. I, I hope everyone got that. When you're comfortable enough to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, just, oh, oh, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, and I think it's also a great reminder that, you have to be looking for those opportunities because sometimes you may look at being fired from a job as a situation that happened to you. You know, you, everyone has heard it's happening for you, not to you, but do you really take a moment and look at that? Like, wow, I got fired. Now I have this incredible opportunity. God opened this door for me to be able to walk through and start smashing this thing. Right. You know, whereas sometimes we look at things or maybe you have this potential opportunity that can lead you to um, that book that you want to start writing or this experience on how you could get to that next level. But you decide not to take it because you're scared because maybe it's a block about, you know, not be, not feeling worthy to take that. You know, when when you geez, when you asked us to, to sign up for this podcast, I was nervous about it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? It's my Jesse Lee. But you know what? This was an opportunity for me to be able to take and to chat with you personally for however long we go for. And I'm so grateful for that. And you have to continue to say yes to those opportunities that your gut is telling you to go with. Ah! I'm not saying say yes to every opportunity because some people will do that and then they're going to crash and burn. We don't want that, but... 
That but was yes. so good. I hope everyone rewinds 30 seconds and listens to that. That was, that was powerful stuff and so true. I love that. I really, I really love that. There's opportunities everywhere though, right? It's just you have to see which ones you're aligned with. Yep. You know? Yeah. And I think that if it's not meant to be, then eventually there's going to be a way to kind of find yourself to cycle yourself out. You know, like there's things that I put on my board or that I think I, I want to run with. And then my my path kind of takes me down another road for that year, whatever. And that's why you have to consistently re-dream, you know, every beginning of the year or whenever works best for you. But I, I find the end of the year when I really start jotting new things down and I have a notebook, actually a little one I got from like the dollar store. It's got this cute little saying on it, but I literally will write in there different experiences because my purse is always with me and I literally will write down, okay, I'm going to have this and it could be something stupid like a cute pair of shoes well okay shoes are not stupid but bad example but could be something stupid like i'm gonna have this amazing espresso espresso machine so I'm you're gonna so have I, I a want, chef who makes me an espresso hey i like that so i want to clarify so you're saying you have a notebook like we'll say it's this one right mine says hopes and dreams it's cute i journal in it every day running out of room but that's okay so like a journal like that well probably smaller than this this is like a normal journal i know you guys can't see it i'm holding it up it's about I don't know, eight inches by five inches. So you have a little journal, like maybe a moleskin or something that you carry in your purse. And anytime you see something you want, but you're like, yeah, not there yet. You jot, mm-hmm. you jot it down. Yep. Now, what do you think that does for you? Like, talk to me about the process mentally that happens when you're writing down these things. I'm just curious. So personally, I just kind of think the less we dream, the less opportunity we have for, for us to actually experience something like that or to somehow receive that in our lives. And so I think the wilder we get with our dreams, the the more ideas we put out there as to what we want to experience in life, what kind of things we want to have, whether they might be materialistic or relationships, whatever. I think the more we daydream about that, the more we think about that, the more it's just going to come to us. And there's going to be those opportunities for us to continue to find them. You know, I love that. I really love that. I wrote, I, it's not the exact quote you said, but I wrote down what my brain heard. I mean, come on, it's me. The less we dream, the less we receive is what I wrote down. So you said something very similar to that. And I feel like that could be the quote of the podcast. <laughs> it's just so powerful. So many of you, I know when some of you aren't dreamers, you're thinkers. Like we love Brittany Anderson. She's a thinker. She's not a dreamer. So taking that, and she's one of our top producers too, right? So it's like taking the time to say, by the way, are you a thinker or a dreamer? I feel like you're a dreamer. I'm 100% a thinker. And that's the cool oh. thing about this. That's why I've had to reprogram my brain because I'm naturally a thinker. But then if I start a list, then I can keep that list going. Ah, I love that. What a great little brain hack. So the less we dream, the less we receive. I hope you guys can, can start dreaming. All right, keep going. Let's, let's, keep, let's keep it going. I know you got a list, my little thinker. <laughs> you know, I always have a list. I know. I they, they, it's been years of us. Okay, this is a long-term <laughs> relationship. you guys you should have seen the types of questions i had for her when i first started this business no maybe they don't want us yet if they saw it they wouldn't believe it (laughs) oh lord no i think honestly um just continuing to practice on the things that you think your innate abilities are so for example if you think that leadership is one of your top innate abilities 
then it's time to really expand on that because while you can think that it's going to be something that you're naturally just going to be good at, you still have to work at those things. So maybe it's listening to a podcast. Maybe it's reading John Maxwell because he's the leadership God, you know, um, continuing to push on that every single day to not only enhance what it is you already naturally have, but to actually make sure um, that you can continue to grow on that. Because if you're not growing, you're dying. You know, John, we actually saw John Maxwell at an Eric Worre event. And one of the things that he said is he said, you're either going uphill, right? You're continuing to get better every single day. You're going up that hill or you're going down that hill. And I don't know about you. I know going downhill, like when you're rolling down the hill is fun, but otherwise I don't like that idea. You know, I was, I was part of John Maxwell's leadership faculty. And so I got a whole day with him one on like, you know, I don't know, 20 of us or something. So pretty much as much one-on-one as you're going to, as close as you're going to get with him and uh, got to sell some of his courses and be one of his faculty. And it's like, he just said, it's the same kind of thing that nothing good ever goes downhill. Right. So, and it's the growing or dying, but some, for some people that's very visual, right? You know, you're, you've got to keep pushing uphill, but nothing good is, is down there. Nothing good is down there. So continuing to grow, continuing to develop, to develop, continuing to get yourself around people who elevate your human existence instead of, you know, around people who maybe pull you back down. And that goes into a whole separate leadership law, you know, of John Maxwell's, I'm sure, which is of course, the more time you're spending with people who keep talking you out of your own greatness, you, you will start to believe it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's actually, I mean, why do you think I try to get myself around you and around other people that make me uncomfortable every single day? Because you're constantly elevating yourself. You're constantly striving for better. Um, I actually was just creating some content yesterday because my Facebook was shut down. <laughs> and uh, one of the things that I was thinking about is, you know, your vision of you has to be more powerful than other people's vision of you. Oh, Say it again. Say it again. Your vision of you has to be more powerful than other people's vision of you. Because they see old Melissa. They see old Jesse Lee. You just posted those pictures of that apartment you lived in 10 years ago. There are still people who maybe haven't been on social media because I don't know who would not see your social media. But they may look at that and they may see, oh, yeah, living the same life or, or thinking that you're living the same life. They have that same vision of you. And if you aren't thinking good about yourself, if you aren't thinking that you're elevating yourself daily, then that's exactly what you're going to become. That was so, nobody wants that. so strong. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Wow. I'm enjoying this conversation. I know you can tell, but wow. Wow. This is great. All right. You got anything else for us? I don't think so. I think it's really just important for you to continue to go after what it is that's bringing you joy. Of course, there's going to be work behind it. It's not going to be sunshine and rainbows 110% of your day, but just keep doing the things that light you up and that you know can help not only make an impact, but also fulfill you. I love that. Well, Melissa, you are an absolute joy. I am so thankful you got uncomfortable and booked this podcast slot because you, oh gosh, wow, that was amazing. I have three pages of notes and I feel like you're in my back. I mean, we're in each other's back pockets all the time. So 
Um, I, I really appreciate your time. I feel like this is extremely valuable information. Uh, for those of you who want to follow Melissa, she's at I am Melissa Hartman on Instagram. And uh, you, I don't know if you can call her Boss Mish anymore. I don't know if she goes by that. But her name's Melissa Hartman, and she's an absolute integral part of our sales organization. And I'm forever grateful for her following her intuition and her internal guidance and in making a decision to say yes to an opportunity that felt right to her heart, to her brain, to her core, instead of listening to everybody else and their old version of Melissa Hartman. So I love you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for pouring into the thousands of people who will, millions eventually, I'm sure, people who will listen to this. You make a massive difference. And uh, I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate you. I love you.